uctoday.com. Hello and welcome to Out Loud. Today we have a very special episode of the podcast for you. Have you been wondering how innovative tech companies are using artificial intelligence and machine learning in terms of genuine real-world use cases rather than just talking about it? We certainly have. So today I gathered some such companies together for you. Redbox is one of the world's leading dedicated voice specialists and experts in capturing the vital voice data that enterprise organizations create. Today I am joined by their CEO Richard Stevenson and by a selection of innovative partners from their partner ecosystem so that they can each tell us how the voice data captured by Redbox can be used to transform business processes. Have a listen. First of all, good afternoon, Richard Stevenson from Redbox. Thank you for joining me in in this episode of the Out Loud podcast. That's fine, Patrick. No problem. We are joined in this episode by a selection of your Redbox partner ecosystem. And I wanted to understand from you, first of all, from a Redbox perspective, how important is that partner ecosystem? Okay, well, let me just give you a little bit of background uh, in terms of myself and then Redbox. And I think that sets the context for our ecosystem of partners. So um, my background is 25 years in in software, but also in managing end-user organizations. Um, And the reality of the organization I ran, part of a FTSE 30 financial services organization, and I think it's the reality of most of our clients, is that from a data perspective, and particularly from a voice data perspective, uh, we'd have a series of siloed solutions. And the siloed solutions would typically be for call center, for trader floor, for back office, for mobile, and they'd be vertically integrated application sets. Um, And the issue with those is that once the data was captured, I could only really use the vendor applications within that area. So I didn't have a whole lot of choice. Redbox's purpose, if you like, is to address that issue, to address the siloed data stacks within enterprise organizations. And particularly when you view voice data, our aim is to free that voice data up. So provide a horizontal platform across the enterprise, across all areas of the enterprise, and make sure that we can deliver high quality audio, structured and unstructured, to the broadest possible uh, ecosystem of partners. And what that gives to our customers is choice. It gives them options. And when you look at the world of AI, I think that's one of the most important things. We don't believe that AI is a single vendor world. We think it's a multi-vendor world. We think it should be an open world uh, and a world whereby clients can choose a number of different organizations, some of which, you know, the partners we have on the call today. So it's that open, multiple choice, different AI vendors for different circumstances, um, allowing organizations to have that choice. So so our partners and the organizations on the call today are an absolute critical part of that value that we create for the end client. That's a really good point, isn't it? And and it's something that I potentially slightly neglected, that that voice data has often been previously before the advent of, of cloud technology confined to to the basement of any organization that was recording it. and effectively they they were quite restricted in terms of what they can do with it and, and you mentioned artificial intelligence and machine learning which is, which is the topic that we wanted to talk about today and I suppose the ability that that you've now engendered at Redbox in terms of freeing up that data allows it to be enhanced by emerging technologies like artificial intelligence and machine learning. Yeah sure I think that's exactly the case you know, we often challenge, and we, I was challenged when I worked for an end-user organization, to look at um, a customer record. If you've got operational data there, you've got transactional data there, it doesn't actually tell you a great deal about the person, the personality, the frustrations, the intent, their broader context. You don't learn a great deal about the person from that type of data. 
And it's exactly the same if you look at an employee record. Again, you don't really get a feeling, if you like. You know, when you say you have a feeling about somebody, you don't get that from that type of data. If you take the type of data, which I guess is a subset of experience data, voice and sentiment, and then you work with the type of organizations on this call, then you get true value. You really do start to really understand the customer or the employee. And it's really that, the combination of those data sets and the use of the type of organizations on the call that I think can then add value to a whole series of different use cases across an organization. Well, absolutely. And that's exactly what we wanted to uncover in this uh, episode. And very kindly, we've been joined by by four of your most innovative partners. And I wanted to come to each of you guys individually to talk about your organization and how you're using voice data to, to leverage really innovative use cases for your end customers. So, Jerry DeGraff, I'll start with you from, from Extroid. What, what is it that Extroid do and what is it that you've been doing in terms of using that voice data to, to really innovate? Yeah, thanks. What we do at Extroid is um, we do uh, voice, text and emotion analytics. And uh, obviously, you know, the input for that are uh, recordings uh, that are being made. We do both real time and, and offline. We have that capability. And so we measure 100% of, of the calls. Now, if you compare that to, let's say, an average you know, contact center, which is where we primarily focus on, then uh, maybe you know, uh, quality managers look at 2% of the calls. And so if you would be judging you know, the quality of that call or whatever happens in that call, you just judge you know, a small fraction of the calls. The agent could have a, you know, a fantastic call the agent could have a, a horrible call. And, and so you get a very subjective way of you know, judging on, on the quality of the agent, but also in terms of the topics, things that happen, in terms of compliance, for instance, you only measure a fraction of the call. So there's typically you know, three different use cases. So one is compliance, another one is on customer satisfaction, and the third topic is on uh, contact center quality and, uh, and, and, and performance. And you can imagine that, you know, the quality of the recording is essential, you know, first of all, to detect, you know, the keywords and the sentences, if you do speech to text, uh, but also to measure, uh, for instance, crosstalk, you know, between an agent and a customer, you know, get the right speaker se- uh, separation, all these things, uh, you know, matter. So for us, uh, you know, working with Redbox is an, uh, you know, it's very important for us to get the right quality of recordings and has proven to be excellent, by the way. And, and I suppose, Jerry, the, the use of what you were explaining there in terms of how you use artificial intelligence, intelligence historically, the example you used there was a, a call center manager might have been able to analyze a very small fraction of calls, whereas with, with the sort of algorithms you, you can put together through artificial intelligence and machine learning, you can get a much better picture of, of your entire communication with all of your customers? Uh, absolutely. So, um, you know, with, uh, let's say, 100% measurement of all the calls, you know, we can see what are the topics that, you know, have been uh, discussed. If we talk about compliance, let me give you a couple of examples, maybe. So if you look at the compliance case, we had recently, uh, you know, a customer that looked at uh, compliance and uh, they found, you know, in three months that there were more, more than 100 cases of, you know, non-compliance, non-PCI compliance. I mean, I think that alone, you know, sort of justifies, 
you know, investment in, in this kind of technology. We had another insurance uh, company that, you know, started off with looking at silence periods. So uh, silence periods for about 75% uh, are caused by lack of knowledge of the, of the agent. So uh, that means, you know, longer uh, calls, but it also means that there is an, a relationship between customer satisfaction and, uh, and, and between, you know, uh, waiting for an agent, right? And so we can detect silence periods and, uh, uh, and we can find out, you know, what has been discussed before the silent period. And uh, by that, we can see, you know, which agents need to be specifically trained on what topics. Yeah. And so we can do this for all the agents, for all their conversations. So, uh, you know, they could uh, really reduce the silence periods uh, uh, significantly. In addition to that, you know, improve the, the customer satisfaction. We've also had cases on customer uh, retention where, uh, and now I'm going a little bit, you know, into more sophisticated analytic capabilities where we can, uh, for instance, combine uh, net promoter score or CRM uh, data with, uh, you know, the, the things that come out of our uh, uh, system. By that, we can do predictive analytics. So, uh, we can set up uh, or the system can set up rules automatically that would determine that if there would be an incoming call afterwards that would you know uh, follow these uh, you know the, uh, criteria that we have set up that the likelihood of that customer canceling uh, the contract uh, let's say within a, uh, a within the next uh, you know uh, period cancellation period you know would be two or three times higher you know so we have cases there that they would bring these calls to the customer retention team for uh, reanalysis, and then uh, have the customer retention team call these customers and, and keep them on uh, on board. So at least you know we have uh, one. Not not everybody is willing to tell us you know the, the the numbers, but you know one of the cases that we have had that they retained more than four hundred thousand euros of of revenue you know just using this one uh, one one feature. Really interesting to hear. And uh, you mentioned a number of potential use cases where you were extra uh, using the technology. And one of those was compliance. And we're also joined by Devin Redmond of, of Theta Lake. De Devin, are you there? I am here. And I know one area that you really specialize in is compliance. Yeah, that's right. So uh, at Theta Lake, we basically do last mile compliance on voice, video, and chat conversations, in particular in recorded content. We do that to reduce the cost and complexity of compliance by using our compliance AI to better detect risks in recordings while also using that AI to improve and automate the workflow for addressing the risks. So if I kind of take a uh, step further into that, basically there are more and more reasons why people have to look at their recordings, whether you think about method two, uh, and the expansion of what you need to record from a compliance perspective, in particular in the financial services industry, or whether you look to regulations like Dodd-Frank from the CFTC in the U.S., or whether you think about uh, things around suitability and insurance, uh, the reality for compliance professionals is they have more and more recordings that they have to analyze, and there is more and more pressure to better analyze them and do better review and supervision of that. And so the, the challenge has become you've got this mass of recordings from call centers, from uh, actual advisors uh, even that you have to take a look at and pouring through that and really trying to find 
what is the actual risk and then act on that risk, right? That's the, the next part of that last mile is I also have to do something about it. I have to report it. I have to annotate it. I have to forward it on to another review manager or escalate it in some way. It is a very difficult task. And so by creating a model where you can better detect things that are of interest right away and then give a workflow that allows you to start to automate some of the actions of how you escalate and how you report it, you can significantly improve both the risk detection itself, but also the speed at which you respond and automate that so that you can reduce the number of people uh, that, that you have to scale around, right? So it gives you the opportunity to take your same resources and apply them to uh, more content without having to kind of keep adding onto that manual treadmill. You know, I, I always find compliance is a, is a particularly good use case, Devin, because that is an issue that potentially, you know, a, a business, it, it absolutely lives or dies by whether it complies with its industry requirements. There's there's no black and white there. And as you said, it, I know that this gives particular organizations sleepless nights in terms of thinking about whether they're complying in every area. And a solution like yours built on top of that, that voice data c- can really enable that security on, on on top of the on top of knowing what people are actually talking about down the phone and whether they're complying yeah absolutely and one of the reasons why we love working with redbox is to capture all of those recordings in a high quality fashion across all of those disparate groups and you know you, you have to think about all the different demographics that you can have in say a financial services organizations including the fact that they may have gone through acquisitions and they may have other sources or other types of call centers and now you have to unify all of that data so having a platform that is really good at getting high quality recordings across all of those disparate uh, sources and then serving that up so that we can do things like look inside that content and apply not not just take a speech to text but then take that transcript that comes out of a speech to text system and apply multiple filters and we do something called transcription rn and i'll give you an example of how this works in a second where we basically take a transcript apply nlp to it to make sure that we're actually looking at it in the right context and it's relevant. If it's a financial services transcript and we know it's from a broker dealer, then being able to look at things that may be related to Dodd-Frank is pretty important to us. Uh, and so making sure the transcript has that first layer of filtering so that it's contextually correct and then using machine learning based classifiers to say yes or no, is this something that's relevant to Dodd-Frank on top of that and it needs to be surfaced. So. Uh, this is top of mind because we were just working with a client uh, earlier this week and we were reviewing some of their uh, systems that they had in place and you know they were doing the basics of what everybody starts with which is I take my audio recordings and then I do transcription and then I build some type of search on top of the transcription which is an important first step but you quickly kind of run out of scale on that and so what problems they were facing or the, the specifics that they were dealing with were they were worried about swap conversations, derivative conversations, a la the Dodd-Frank requirements and, and reporting around that. And they had a set of recordings that we reviewed. We looked at the transcripts and the transcripts said things like interesting right stops, which is actually not what was spoken on the, on the recording itself. Uh, the person was talking about interest rate swaps, which is actually very relevant to the regulation and something you need to report on. 
And so the first thing that we can do in that scenario, what we showed them is we would look at that transcript and we would look at those words and say, hey, you know, interesting and interest, those are pretty easy to mix up. But then you kind of get into those more difficult things like right stops. But we would look at the context of the rest of the transcript and the proximity and start to apply filters that would say, hey, we know that you're a broker dealer. We know that you're worried about Dodd-Frank. These things look like they may be talking about interest rate swaps, and it may actually just be a word error in the transcript. So let's take that entirety uh, of the transcript, filter it, start to do some replacements on that, uh, and then feed that into the classifiers that are designed to look for Dodd-Frank, where we're looking at conversations relating to interest rate swaps, automatically surfacing that, and then putting that into a workspace where they can quickly go to that point in time on the timeline, and then listen to that segment of that recording uh, and actually determine whether it is a valid Dodd-Frank risk that they do need to escalate and report and just be able to click that uh, and click through to the escalation and automatically report that uh, internally and then be able to provide that as part of their audit report. And so doing all that on the back of a high quality audio recording and then layering on that last mile of compliance AI where you're using NLP and you're using machine learning to really find those risks much more quickly Again, that, that entire conversation we just had in that example I gave, that would be milliseconds for the person to just see that in the audio file, see a potential Dodd-Frank risk, click on it, escalate it, and be done, and move on to the next recording in that queue. So. No, it's, re it's really interesting how, how nuanced and complicated tasks can be distilled down into, into something more simple. And I know nuance, we're also joined by Ted McKenna from Tether, and I know within your your platform tether which is ai powered conversation intelligence picking up on the nuances is is something you're very keen on as well so ted what areas in particular have you focused on or found particularly interesting from a tether perspective yeah exactly so so tether is a conversation analytics company and and our sort of mission is to make sure every customer is heard every company is listening and so what does that mean we're mining conversations, whether in voice or chat settings, in a really deep manner and looking for, you know, really nuanced context to have a better understanding of what's damaging the customer experience and um, how can organizations, individual reps and and, uh, and otherwise find ways to mitigate those those effects. And so um, it's really important to uh, to be able to not only kind of mine a transcript in a way that helps you to better understand all the different things that happen in conversation you know conversation can be complex it can it can convey lots of different emotions at different points in the in the conversation so uh, we use a mix of different um, ai and machine learning tools as a way to ensure that you're picking up on that key context and you understand oh you know when a customer says this what do they actually mean and what was it in response to and what does that tell us about you know all the things that are going right or going wrong with respect to the type of experience that, that the company is trying to drive. And, and that, that sort of analysis can be incredibly valuable to businesses. I mean, we, we were talking first of all with Jerry in terms of picking up on, on, on those cues and, and being able to further train agents and, in, and enhance that sort of area. But it, it can be incredibly valuable, can't it? Because it, it was very difficult to do this historically, but now utilizing artificial intelligence and machine learning algorithms we, we can really enhance that process. Yeah, that's right. And of course, it, it starts with you know, high quality you know, recording that uh, the higher quality of the recording, the better the transcript and therefore the better the insight that we can we can extrapolate for, you know, for our customers. But you're right. I mean, absolutely. 
once you have a better understanding of this, you can really start to drive different in-kind outcomes. Just to give you an example, we had a customer in the sort of lawn care uh, services um, uh, space who was looking for ways to improve sales conversion. And um, what they used our uh, platform to do is to identify specific situations that, um, that we call advocacy. This is something that we've spotted in research whereby an agent or a rep is looking to sort of demonstrate that they're on the customer side of the issue. They're going to advocate uh, for them. In sales, it tends to be a little bit more declarative, things like, I've got the perfect package for you. And what they found is that demonstrating that behavior in front of customers in certain situations could drive sales conversion up by almost 22%. So a hugely powerful outcome. What's really fascinating about machine learning technology, though, is that in the course of us sort of finding all the different phrases and utterances that would be associated with the types of, of behavior like advocacy and your ability to demonstrate that for you, as you start to map that exhaustively, what ends up happening is actually you start auditing it on the negative side. Why is it, what, where is it hitting it where it shouldn't be hitting? And you start to spot things that are almost the opposite of those behaviors. So in the course of, of identifying things like advocacy, we're also able to say, you know, what is the opposite of that? And, and what does that sound like? So we, we categorize a new, um, a new behavior we call powerless to help, which is a, a rep or an agent who is kind of hiding behind policy and very much the opposite of advocacy in, in the sense that they're, you know, I can't do that for you. And it comes across uh, really poorly in the customer experience. And again, that's entirely powered by starting with, you know, high quality uh, transcript, but then on top of that, you know, the ability to kind of mine that conversation in a way that exhaustively helps you to understand that concept such that you can actually identify when it's not happening and why. That's really interesting in terms of the the unintended results of, of some of this data analysis. And as, as you said there, the, the advocacy, effectively your customer almost stumbled on it. So this must happen quite a lot with, in terms of unintended consequences. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, advocacy is something that we had spotted in research and identified the powerless to help is something that we didn't expect to find. And you're absolutely right. That that type of thing happens you know, quite often as you start to to better understand, you know, not just what's happening, but why is it happening? You know, as you start to really start to connect it to those outcomes. So for them, what was powerful wasn't just that advocacy was was something that they should look to do, but but the relative impact it had on sales conversion. And then you can imagine as a sales leader, you'd be able to spot differences across teams, across, uh, across agents or reps, um, and use that as a way to really be prescriptive with them as you give guidance on you know, improving the customer experience, but in their case, also selling more. Absolutely. And while we're talking about sales, we also have on the podcast today, Kevin Beals, who's the CEO of Refract. And I know, Kevin at Refract, you specialize in sales coaching. I was talking to you before the call started that I used to be in sales and my telesales technique was very poor. So I could probably have done with some coaching from Refract. What area of sales are you particularly focused on enhancing? Hi, Patrick. Yeah, we're, we're, we're helping organizations to unlock that black box of their, their uh, sales conversations. What happens where revenue is won and lost? What do top performers do differently that leads to successful uh, outcomes? So, so we analyze about half a million conversations uh, each month and help organizations work out what happens that leads to uh, revenue, that leads to successful outcomes, and how can you surface the key and coachable moments that happen in those conversations so that we can do the heavy lifting for, for managers and for coaches to be able to improve performance of their team and, and for view, uh, improve revenue and, and outcomes as a result. 
Something that we have talked about throughout this podcast is that traditionally it was much harder to analyse this sort of thing. And I come back to my own example, and I used to work in a call centre and I used to dread my manager analysing my calls, but it only used to happen very occasionally because it was a big sales floor and they didn't have the time to analyse each of us as sales reps every day. But effectively, that's what you can now enable. Exactly. And, you know, and, and one of the reasons that, that we started with Flat was really out of exactly those experiences. How, how do you, first of all, know what calls are valuable to listen to where you can actually give coaching and feedback that will influence performance and influence results? So often, as you just described, you, you might sit alongside someone uh, uh, in order to do that. Whereas obviously today, you've got the ability to capture those, those high quality audio recordings then analyze which of those are going to be most valuable to listen to. So what's happened in those conversations before anyone even starts to listen to those, uh, which ones have had competitor conversations, commercial conversations, this number of questions asked, so on and so forth, so that you can dive into conversations that, uh, uh, that are most likely to be able to have high quality coaching impact and then surface again before anyone starts to listen to those. So surface the key moments that have happened in those uh, conversations so that you can start to understand how that conversation flowed, what questions were asked, where was there a commercial discussion, what objections were faced, so that you can skip straight to those key moments, start to surface what's happened. And then probably most importantly, and this, this perhaps talks to your own example, Patrick, is, is share what great looks like. All too often, it's uh, you, you don't know what great looks like because you, you haven't been exposed to to, to, to being able to be able to share what's happened in, in, in peers' conversations and be able to understand you know, how you can improve your performance as a result. And finally, Kevin, what Ted was talking about in terms of the quality of voice, as the technology improves and it's already at a stage now where it's vastly ahead of where it was historically, I suppose you can pick up on even more subtle cues from a sales perspective. Exactly. And you know, starting with that high quality recording is, is, is obviously uh, uh, crucial. Um, and, and with, as we're talking about on this call, the, the kind of AI and machine learning that you know, all of the, uh, the, the partners that you've got on this call are, uh, are doing today, you can really start to get into the, the nuances of, of understanding what top perform in, in sales, what top performers are doing in your organization differently. Because you know, so often for an organization, they they would answer that question with, you know, our top performers, they've got the gift of the gab, they work harder, they they want to earn more money, Th those kind of soft elements, but not necessarily understanding the, the value hidden in that uh, um, black box of, of conversations of what are they doing with customers, with prospects that are making them more successful and making them earn themselves and the organisation more money. Finally, Richard, I'll come back to you. It must be incredibly encouraging. Something I think we've heard echoed from, from all of the partners who, who've joined us on this call is, is how important, first of all, that high quality voice data is. And it must be so encouraging to see how partners are using your solutions as an enabler to provide such innovative services. Yeah, sure. I mean, you've only really got to listen to the, the various contributions on, on, on this call from the, from the partners. You know, unless you have you know, an open platform mentality, you know, open APIs, um, you're not going to access that kind of capability. We're an enabler. Uh, I think we're an important enabler. Uh, as I said before, we, we think it's very important that organizations, you know, even if they're not actively engaged today, 
Most organizations, when they look to refresh this type of technology, are looking at a seven-year cycle, five to seven-year cycle. If you're not seeing this today, you will see it over the next year, two, three, four years. Therefore, being in that position where you're AI ready and your voice, voice is AI ready, I think is vital. Uh, if you can't access the type of services, the offerings that the partner spoke about today, then that's going to be to your competitive disadvantage. So, yeah, I think it's great to hear what the partners have to say, um, and we're committed to supporting these kind of organizations. Well, everyone, thank you so much uh, for joining me for, for this podcast. Richard from Redbox, Jerry from Extroid, Devin from Theta Lake, Ted from Tether, and, and Kevin from Refract. Uh, thank you for joining me. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Massive thanks to Redbox and to all of the partners, Extroid, Theta Lake, Tether and Refract, who came on the podcast today to explain more about how they can use voice data and artificial intelligence and machine learning tools to genuinely transform business processes. If you want to know more about Redbox and how they and their partner network can help you first capture and then optimize your voice data, visit our website at uctoday.com and click the link in the supporting article for this podcast where you can find everything you might need to know. I hope you enjoyed today's episode of Out Loud. Don't forget you can access the series on all of your preferred podcast platforms. That's Spotify, Apple Podcasts and Google Play. But for now, though, a big thanks for listening.